Welcome to HG Church Podcast, where we provide clarity in life through Jesus Christ. We are so glad you are joining, and wherever you are listening from, we believe God will provide you clarity through today's message. I just want to, uh, I want to admonish you as nicely as I can, and I want to encourage you this evening. Like I said, we're going to have a good time, but I, I definitely want to encourage you. And I want to pull some things from the story of the birth that I believe are going to help us transition into a new year transition out of 2022 into 2023 look here's the thing if you're like me I don't know about you but how many of you how many of you want to go into 2023 better man more more clarity in your mind more wisdom how many of you want to go in there okay well you got you you got to obviously address some things right so what we do here is we take inventory you got to take inventory for yourself right now What is it, Lord? What is it, God, that I need to work on? Where do I need help? And so there's some things that I pulled um, from the story and a couple of characters that I really want us to hone in on. And one of the characters after Jesus is born is King Herod. And I've talked about this before, and I've I've pulled this from um, a pastor out of New York. His name is Timothy Keller, and I read a lot of his his, his books and things. But he, he makes a really good point. And if you don't know about King Herod, King Herod was not a good dude, okay? Not a good person. He, he, he liked to refer to himself as Herod the Great. Um, he, he had a chip on his shoulder. He was very prideful, um, and he was always on the offense. Anybody that tried to come up, um, even if he thought you were trying to come up and rule against him, um, the scripture even tells us that he had some of his friends and family members killed because he just thought they were trying to take him out, trying to ruin his kingship and, and destroy his kingdom. Well, when Herod found out about the birth of Jesus... Man, he, he, he was trying to figure out, what am I going to do? What am I going to do about this situation? All, all the, the, These wise men are telling me that, that there's this prophecy that's taking place about this king that's going to come save the world. And so he's already threatened by it. And so the scripture says after he talked to the wise men in Matthew chapter 2, verses 7 and 8, it says, Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. So he's trying to figure out where Jesus is going to be. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, here's what Herod says. He says, bring me word so that I too may come and worship him. And we found out that that was a lie. He wasn't really trying to worship Jesus. He was trying to kill Jesus. And after Herod finds out that the wise men, they bamboozled him, he goes on. um, This is... This is dark times here. He goes on to put a hit out on every child two years of age and under. That's how threatened he was by Jesus. But, but, but Jesus was moving around. They couldn't find Jesus. And, and really what I want to talk to you about tonight is three things. And number one is this, is letting go of control. These are not my points. I'm just giving you what I want to talk to you about. Letting go of control, faith according to the word, and obedience to get up and go. And the very first thing I want to tell you is this, is that if you're going to walk out of 2022 better and walk into 2023 with some fresh insight, more clarity, more maturity, then you're going to have to learn how to let go of the things you cannot control. See, this is what Herod's problem was. And I love what what Tim Keller says, because I know how we 
as believers, we always like to look at ourselves as the heroes of these Bible stories, never the villains. Man, we, or we always want to be the better version. Like, man, we want to be David that slays Goliath. We don't want to be David that has an affair and then kills the wife or the husband that he has an affair with. We want to be Samson, the man with all the strength. We want to, we want to be Samson that goes out and, and defeats all the armies, killing a, 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 a thousand men in, in one sitting. But we don't want to be Samson that fails with Delilah and runs his life. We want to be Peter. Man, we want to be Peter, the one that just that preaches Pentecost. But we don't want to be Peter that denies Jesus three times, even though Jesus tells him he's going to deny him three times. You understand what I'm saying? And what I'm telling you is like, we're, we're all listening and thinking, man, King Herod is not a good person. This is not a good guy. But the problem with Herod was, is that he didn't know how to let go of control. He needed to control every aspect of his life. And whenever he felt threatened, he needed to control. And here's the truth, is every single one of us at times has a little King Herod living in our hearts. What do you mean, Pastor Eric? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. You ever worry? You ever struggle with anxiety? You ever been oppressed or depressed? Well, that's just you and your inability to trust God because you need to control every situation of your life. You're like, well, that's not me. I, yeah, that's not me. No, no, no. You have a King Herod at times living in your heart. Why? Because I got to be in control. Nobody tells me what to do. God doesn't tell me what to do. The Bible doesn't tell me what. You're not going to tell me what to do. No, that's, you're missing the point. You see, Jesus came, a Savior was born to redeem you, to set you free, to restore you, to save you from your sin. So you don't have to live like that anymore. So you don't have to have a heart like Herod, but you can have a mind like Christ. You don't have to live a life to where you always feel like, like you, you, need to, you need to be in positions to where you can manipulate every situation uh, so you could work it out for your own benefit, for your sake. No, 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 no. There's going to be times where you're going to be able to control situations and there's going to be times where you're not going to be able to control situations and the times where you cannot control the situations are the best times where you put your trust and faith in God. There's going to be no point in for you worrying or being anxious about what's going to happen or what's not going to happen. There's no point in you allowing fear to creep up inside you and for you to dwell on that fear to where it makes you so anxious and worried. And so what I'll tell you is that as we walk out of 2022, walk out of here knowing that you don't have to lose control, but you can lose control. You can let it go and allow God, like the scripture says, to lead and guide you. Why? Because he tells us that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by him. I would, I would truly rather be led by God, church and try to figure out and control everything in my own. And so if you can do that, then what I will tell you is this. Number two is this, is believe like Mary. Believe like Mary. We know the story that the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and he tells her, this is what's happening. You're going to have a baby. And mind you, Mary is pretty young. She's like 14 years old. But, but Mary is churched. 
What I mean by that is that she grew up in the temple. She knows what the scripture says. She knows what the prophecies say. She, she, she knows these things, but Mary's a little bit freaked out right now. She's a little bit scared right now. And so she questions the angel. The angel tells her, no, listen, Mary, I love what the angel says. And I think we need to hear this for ourselves. Fear not. Come on, some of you need to tell yourself that tonight. Fear not. Fear not. That's what the angel tells her. Everything's going to be all right. Look, God has chosen you because he's put great favor upon you, Mary. And then, and then I love this, that the angel continues to affirm Mary in Luke chapter 1, verses 36 to 38, and says, and listen, even your relative Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is related to Mary, and Elizabeth in this moment is pregnant with someone named John. John, who is a huge figure in the Bible, and, he, and he's affirming that with her, saying, your relative Elizabeth has also conceived the son in her old age. And the reason that this is important is because this is a miracle, because the angel says, and she who was called barren, meaning somebody who could not have children, and who was already past the age of having children, says, someone who was barren is now in her sixth month of pregnancy. And this is the part I want to get to you. For with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Let me say that one more time. For with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. So whatever it is that you're believing for, sometimes you got to tell yourself, fear not. For with God, nothing is or ever shall or will be impossible. Because I know what it feels like to be discouraged at times. I know what it feels like to be afraid at times. I know what it feels like where you feel like God has let you down. But I'm going to tell you tonight, fear not. Fear not. For nothing is or will ever be impossible for God. Then Mary said, and I like this part right here. Here's the attitude that we got to have. Believe like Mary, church. Then Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And in that moment, the angel left. The moment Mary knew what her mission was is the moment God said, okay, you're good. I am your servant. May it be done to me according to your word. The servant of Jesus is also a disciple of Jesus, and a disciple of Jesus believes what Jesus says even when they struggle with doubt. So, let me encourage you tonight. Some of you that have struggles with doubt in your faith, some of you that have a hard time believing and trusting in God in certain situations in your life, let me just say, you are not alone. You are not a weirdo. I'm talking to someone tonight. You're not strange. You're not weird because you struggle and you have doubts. That's not it. The more you push forward, the more you keep on learning and growing in the Word of God, the more you build your faith, the more you become not just a hearer of the Word, but a doer in the Word, the more you experience the goodness of God. Remember, the goodness of God is just not the kindness of God. The goodness of God is what leads us. It's what builds us. It's what grows us. That's when you can have faith and believe like Mary. And so I want to encourage you as you as you let go of whatever you need to let go of in that in the context that we're talking about control. But it could be anything tonight, anything that you need to let go of because, you know, you need to remove some things from your life so you can continue to move forward. Then you can begin to believe like Mary. And that'll lead me to the very end. And number three, and that'll help you move like Joseph. You see, Joseph was Mary's fiance. And when 
Mary, when Mary came and told Joseph, surprise, I'm pregnant, but we never had sex. It's really awkward. So Joseph, the scripture tells us that Joseph was taken back. But I love Joseph because Joseph is a man of integrity. And the scripture tells us in Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Her husband Joseph was faithful to the law. It says, but he did not want to put her to shame in public. This is, this is what's happening right now. Is that Joseph loved Mary very much, but he was having a hard, hard time understanding what Mary was trying to tell him. Joseph, I'm carrying the Savior of the world. I'm carrying, I'm carrying the Christ. I'm carrying Jesus. And Joseph couldn't understand that or comprehend that. So Joseph was upset because he didn't believe her. So he tells her, look, um, I don't want to embarrass you in front, of, in front of everybody, but the scripture tells us that he, he plans a divorce quietly. But the scripture goes on to say that Joseph is visited in a dream by an angel. And the angel explains to him everything that's happening. And when the angel explains to him, Joseph wakes up. And the scripture says in Matthew 1.24, Joseph woke up. He did what the angel of the Lord commanded him to do. He took Mary home as his wife. Aren't you thankful that we have the word of God that we can trust in in certain situations when we're struggling? And so the scripture goes on to tell us that um, during this time, after Jesus is born, they're moving around from place to place. And this is the point I want to get to is that as Herod's trying to chase him down, Joseph's moving from place to place, and they're trying to hide and keep baby Jesus safe and secure. And every time that they would move, um, Joseph would have a dream. And in the dream, the, the angel uh, would tell him, look, you need, to, you need to go here. And Joseph would wake up. And I love what it says in the scripture in Matthew 2.14. It always says, um, it would always say, so Joseph got up. During the night, he left for Egypt with a child and his mother, Mary. And then uh, once again, Herod's looking for him, and then he has another dream. And so the angel of the Lord comes to him in a dream again and says, um, Joseph, here's what you need to do. You need to go back to the land of Israel. And so the scripture tells us in Matthew 2, 21, it says it again. So Joseph got up. He took the child and his mother Mary back to the land of Israel. And so what I want to tell you is this, is as you let go of the things that you need to let go of, it helps you have faith so you can believe like Mary. And when you believe like Mary, you can move like Joseph. This is super important. When you let go of what you need to let go of, it helps you actually have more faith and trust in God. And when you can believe like Mary, it allows you to move like Joseph. Because let me just tell you, like every year, I want to increase and grow my relationship with Jesus. But how do I do that? Well, I do that by doing what the scripture teaches me to do. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Matthew 22, 37. The greatest commandment, the first and foremost commandment that Jesus gives us. How do I love the Lord my God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength? By doing what he says. By, by denying Eric, right? And putting him as the priority of my life. Like my allegiance to Jesus outweighs everything else. So how do I build that stronger relationship? By doing what he says. So how do I do that? Well, I think one way is when we obey the word of God, you're going to find yourself doing things that you normally wouldn't do. You're going to find yourself living in ways that you normally wouldn't live. You're going to find yourself removing yourself from ways that you used to live, and now you're living in new ways. And then look, and then after you remove yourself from certain situations or environments or even friendships and relationships, you're going to find yourself closer to God, and then God is going to say, hey, get up and go. It's time for you to get up and go. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And then in those moments, you're going to do those things, and you're going to find yourself what the Scripture teaches us, that you're going to be rich in good 
works. Because some of you want to know how you get closer to God. And I'm trying to tell you, you're going to have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him. If you believe like Mary, you'll move like Joseph. So Joseph got up. So Joseph got up. So Joseph got up. And that's what I want us to do in 2023. I want us to let go, believe in Jesus, get up and go. Next week, we come in, we're ready. We're ready to do whatever God wants us to do. We're ready to go out. We're ready to be bold in our faith. We're ready to go out into the community. We're ready to share our faith. We're ready to, listen, we're ready to pray for others. Come on. Some of you, you need to learn how to pray for others. You're still embarrassed to pray for other people, but you've been serving Jesus for quite a while now. And I'm not knocking you. I'm just telling you, like, it's time for you to step up your faith. Some of us, we're still a little bit too selfish. We got to be a little bit more selfless. Thank you. And so that's my prayer for us tonight. Is that we let go. Is that our faith becomes stronger. And that we move with intention and purpose. Not for ourselves, but for the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight. I thank you, Lord, for everybody that has come out tonight. And I thank you, Lord, that um, we are here to celebrate and honor your birth. I think sometimes we overlook your birth, God, but without the birth, there is no resurrection. And I know we put a lot of emphasis on that, and that's very important. That really shows who you are. You are the Christ because you were resurrected. But man, your birth was so important. Everything that took place to get to the place to where you needed to be born, everything was miraculous. And so tonight, I lift up every person in here, every person that needs to let go of things, Every person that wants to have a stronger faith in you, God. Every person that says, man, I want to be, I want to move like Joseph. I want, man, when the Lord, when something pulls on me, when I see something in the word, man, I want to get up. I want to be able to do it. And so that's my prayer as we leave 2022 and move into 2023. For every person in here to continue to serve and follow you as they should. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. To find out more about HG Church, like upcoming events, ways to give, and much more, be sure to check out our website at hgchurchdelano.org. Grace and peace be with you all.